Welcome to this edition of New York Currents. I'm David Glenn. We are pleased to have with us today Alan Leverett, founder and publisher of the Arkansas Times based in Little Rock. Thank you, Alan, for joining us today. David, I'm pleased to be here. It's good to see you again. It's good to see you. Uh, actually, before we delve into the reason why we've invited Alan, allow me as a sort of disclaimer uh, to say that we both go back a long way Mm -hmm. uh, because I, I was among the, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I was among the uh, young journalists who, uh, who Alan solicited uh, to help start the, uh, you know, the magazine in Little Rock. Four, and, 47 uh, years ago. It doesn't feel like it, does it? No, it does. it's a lifetime ago, though, baby. Really, almost half a century. I don't even want to think about it. Um, so yeah, I know you solicited us uh, and you convinced us to come at the very generous salary of a zero dollars a month. Yeah, I, tell you, I tell people, the only requirement to work at the Arkansas Times in 1974 was that you have another means of support. That's and, right. Uh, and, and I would, I would remind your, your listeners. So I was a yellow cab driver. That was my means of support. I was working. Yes, I remember, I remember and, that. And, and David was, David was, was, uh, David was working in an Iranian restaurant and I remember parking out there at midnight, you know, and David was in there washing dishes and he was, he and the Iranians would be yelling at each other, insulting each other at the tops of their lungs. And I could hear them coming. I, I was, I was yelling. You were yelling. Well, actually they were yelling and yeah, you were yelling. You were holding your own, David. I don't, and, and uh, that, that, I mean, I remember the dishwasher, but that part, I don't remember. Well, I, I remember sitting out in the alley <laughs> waiting on you to come out the back door. Huh. <laughs> well, anyway, yes. the, uh, I had many, I had many odd jobs actually, but um, anyway, the the, the Arkansas Times has uh, now become an important part of the media in Arkansas and has a uh, you know a strong circulation and revenue stream now, and I know um, that uh, the reason you're here now, you were. Also interviewed on uh, CNN and PBS, and now you've worked your way up to New York Currents. I'm, I'm, I'm working my way up, David. <laughs> um, okay, but now, now correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Arkansas has joined some 30 other states uh, in requiring anyone doing business with state entities to sign a pledge that uh, they would not participate in any economic boycotts of Israel. Is that right? yeah, that's, that's correct. Okay, and now you, Alan, along with other plaintiffs, have uh, filed lawsuits challenging this uh, on the basis of First Amendment rights. And, and also 14th Amendment, equal protection. Oh, okay, okay. Um, now you've been, uh, as I mentioned before, you've been, uh, you know, subject on, on CNN and PBS as well as a subject of a movie uh, boy called Boycott. Uh, and you're in, the, you're in that as well. So you're becoming famous. Um, okay, so <clears throat> you, also, you also emphasize that the uh, Arkansas Times is, uh, oh yeah, I forgot to add that you've, uh, you've written an op-ed in the New York Times, yeah, uh, which I, I guess gained you a lot of the publicity. Um, you emphasize that the Arkansas Times is a strictly local publication and that you really have no interest in boycotting anyone. Uh, so then why the lawsuit? Um, well, because 
the state basically is requiring us to take, in our opinion, a political position, which is not to boycott Israel, and in return for advertising. And we don't take political positions in return for advertising or money. And I don't think anyone wants a press that does that. And it's not what we learned coming up. It's unethical. And um, it's a violation of our First Amendment rights. <laughs> and, and, and finally, I would say that if, if we did do that, we're not worthy of the First Amendment that, uh, that I treasure, our, our freedom of religion, freedom of speech. Okay, but uh, there's something you, you, <clears throat> that wasn't very well known that you pointed out in the PBS interview that there's a provision in the legislation that if you give a 20% discount, don't <laughs> sign the pledge, they'll, you'll be, still be able to advertise. You know, they'll still be able to advertise. <clears throat> so in effect, do, doesn't that mean that they're basically saying, well, we'll only advertise with you unless you know, if, if you give us a 20% discount, yeah, you, or that's just that, business. That, that's not freedom of speech. It, it's well, no, it's, it's, they're basically, they're, they, first of all, the, the, uh, Senator, Senator Hester, who is a fundamentalist, evangelical conservative Christian. Um, he didn't even know that was in the bill because this yeah. is a cookie cutter bill that the Arcan, that the American legislative exchange council would council, which is right wing, <laughs> organization funded by the Cook brothers, uh, they, they wrote this, this legislation and then they distributed it to the Republican legislatures around the country. That's why oh, okay. I, I, that, that wasn't publicized that much. But yeah. Well, that, that's, that's why it's in 33 states because it was mod, quote model legislation that uh, the, uh, that ALEC, uh, American Legislative Exchange Council, uh, they, they produced this in, in conjunction with the Israeli government or with, with organizations that were fund, funded by the Israeli government under, under Netanyahu. So that is the, that's the deal. And I don't care if they say we're not going to advertise or, or they're going to say, well, you got to give us a discount, which is just, it's just insulting. I mean, look, look at this. Here you have the state of Arkansas that says we have a compelling interest in, in violating your First Amendment rights on behalf of a foreign government. Uh, it's very, very important to us. However, if you just give us a 20, if you'll tip us, if you give us a 20% tip, then you can go on, go on and we'll continue to uh, uh, advertise with you. And you don't have to sign the, uh, you don't have to sign this pledge. For a 20% tip? I mean, is that, is that, is that the way a state, a, a state should, should be doing business with its citizens? So no, uh, we're, we're not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, <clears throat> okay, you, uh, I know, as I said before, you, you mentioned that, uh, uh, that, uh, you know, you make up that the, uh, excuse me, that the Arkansas legislature is primarily made up of evangelical Christians who view Israel as a stage for the second coming. Okay, clearly a religious thing, but uh, is it important, nonetheless, to uh, support Israel as a strong U.S. ally and strategically uh, vital country in the Middle East, regardless of why you might be supporting it. Well, I mean, it's we're not taking we're not taking a position on this. Look, we we are a local magazine. Okay, we've been here forty seven years. We write about Medicaid expansion in Arkansas, and well, we do everything. Say what? Or good barbecue, right? 
or good barbecue. I mean, we're, we're local. Okay. So as a newspaper and, I, and I'm, rep- I'm not representing myself here. I'm representing our, our, our newspaper, our magazine. We are not, uh, we, we're, we're not taking a position on the middle East. All right. We've got plenty to, to, we got plenty on our plate just talking about the Republican legislature here in Arkansas and, uh, and some of the things that they're doing. So it doesn't, I mean, you know, you know, we can argue about, uh, Israel another time. What we're saying is that no one has the right to force us to take any political position uh, in return for advertising. And that's that's all there is to it. So, something else that's kind of interesting is that we now have uh, cookie cutter bills coming out of this, this particular uh, uh, bill in, in Texas, which where this law has been overturned in, in federal court. Um, the Texas legislature now has come back, and as of September 1, they passed two more bills. The first says that you uh, cannot do business with the state of Ar- with the state of Texas if you boycott uh, fossil fuels. So basically, let's say you're a, a climate change activist and you are boycotting uh, fossil fuels or you're advocating a boycott of fossil fuels, then you can't be a school teacher in the state of Texas. They've also passed another law that says that you cannot do business in the state of Texas if you uh, if you boycott firearms or the trade association of firearms manufacturers. What they're talking about is the NRA. And so let's say you're a you're a member of Moms Demand Action, which is a a leading, uh, at least down here, is a leading uh, gun control organization. And I can guarantee you they are they are boycotting the NRA and they are boycotting uh, uh, arms manufacturers because they believe that things that, that gun safety is a, a very, very important issue as we just saw with uh, the, the children being shot uh, day before yesterday in school. Well, none of those people, none of those women can be a school teacher or a nurse or a doctor or anything else uh, working for the state of Texas because they're a member of an organization that is clearly boycotting the NRA as, as, as do many people. So you can't, you, you, you know, this is a blunt instrument. And by the way, it cuts both ways. Okay. Because, so let's, let's take the same, let's take the same principle and let's say that uh, we're in Massachusetts. And so you can't do business in the state of Massachusetts. You can't uh, do business with the state of Massachusetts. If you boycott Planned Parenthood, you know, or any other progressive cause or organization, so we can just pledge ourselves all over all over the map. It's nonsense. It's utter, complete nonsense. And it has nothing to do ultimately with Israel uh, or anyone else. It is about the constitutional rights of Americans. Now, I don't blame the, the government of Israel under Netanyahu for, for, for doing this. If they can get away with it from their point of view, they're they're advancing, you know, their agenda and their cause. I expect my my representatives as an American citizen to protect my constitutional rights because I pay my taxes in the United States. I do not pay them in Israel. And so I expect my my let my legislature. Well, yeah, um, well first of all, Netanyahu, there's a new government now, which is uh, it's, yeah, uh, but, much yeah, to the yeah. left of uh, Netanyahu. Um, but <clears throat> OK, there's I think there's an important, important point here. The. Uh, you know, the BDS, which I'm sure you're familiar with, the BDS yeah. movement, you know, boycott, uh, divest, and sanction, which apparently the state legislation is, you know, is geared towards preventing or fighting. Uh, but the thing is, 
the, uh, the BDS by its own information is basically an extension of the Palestinian quest for what they call the liberation of Palestine. Um, the, the, the mantra declares uh, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. In other words, uh, the entire land of Israel uh, should be free of, uh, basically free of Jews. Uh, also in, uh, reinforcing this, just recently, the Palestinian Authority was commenting on, uh, uh, on Israel's plan to set up housing for Orthodox Jews in East of Jerusalem. And they stated that this was a plan to, quote, Israelize and Judaize the area. Now, you know, pro protesting the idea of Judaizing the area is really hauntingly reminiscent of, of you know, the Nazis declaring uh, Juden free areas of Germany. Uh, I'm bringing all this up because you know, your analogy to other boycotts, whatever, is, is one thing, but this seems to be like, you know, to support the BBS seems to be akin to, uh, and I don't think it's too extreme to say this, uh, it seems to be akin to supporting the Nazis, the KKK, where they're both very extremist, violent positions. David, we're not supporting BDS. I didn't think you were. But yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, it's you know what you're saying doesn't. I mean, I understand what your your position is, but the Arkansas Times is not supporting BDS. We are supporting our constitutional rights not to take a position dictated to us by the state of Arkansas. That's all there is to it. And uh, I mean, this could be, you know, it could be, you know, you, you can't boycott. Uh, uh, Russia, <laughs> I mean, you know, it doesn't matter. We don't take, we don't take, we're a free press and we don't take our orders from the government and we don't take positions dictated to us by a right-wing Republican legislature okay, or right-wing Democratic legislature. I understand that, but, but they're not telling you that you can't write this and you can't publish this. All they're saying is that if you don't sign the pledge, we won't advertise with you. Or, yeah, or you right. will, will demand twenty percent. How is that really affecting freedom? Because you're 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 requiring me to take a political position. A political position is that I will not I will not boycott Israel. Okay, as far as I'm concerned, that is what you're saying now. The Arkansas Times is saying we are not going to boycott Israel, or we will boycott Israel, or whatever it is. They're dictating to us a, a political position that they're requiring that we uh, that we. Uh, accept and we're not going to do it now let's look at let's look at the legislature let's look at the legal uh, uh journey that we've made on this so we went to federal district court here in little rock and we lost okay you lost. And, and the state the state of arkansas said boycotts are not protected speech boycotts are simply economic activity that therefore and is and that is economic activity can be regulated by the state and that was their position. And that was the argument that this particular judge took. Our argument was, is that the United States has a long history of, of boycotts as a, as a expression of political speech. And we would start with the Boston Tea Party and the boycott of tea. The colonists were not trying to get cheaper tea. It was, it was, a, it was basically uh, taxation without representation. 
And so it, that boycott was political and therefore protected in terms of its speech. You have the Montgomery bus boycott. That was not just people trying to get cheaper uh, fares on the bus. It was, it was the black community protesting against discrimination. And so therefore they went and, uh, uh, and boycotted. You had the United States uh, was one of the leading um, boycott centers of the apartheid regime in South Africa. And no one thought that that was just someone, you know, not wanting to drink South African wine. And we had the port in Port Gibson, Mississippi during the 60s. We had the, uh, the merchants of Port Gibson sued the NAACP because they were organizing a boycott of the black residents because the white merchants would not hire black employees. The, U the Mississippi Supreme Court, by the way, found in favor of the merchants, but the U.S. Supreme Court ruled unanimously that the boycott was political speech. So this is all we're doing here is that this is, we're saying that this is protected speech and therefore you can't use the, the state cannot use its economic muscle to force us into a, uh, you know, taking a, a political position. We appealed this, we appealed the district court here in Arkansas. We went to the circuit and we won before a three judge panel but however, now the state of Arkansas has appealed that, and now it's going to be heard in bonk uh, from all of the uh, uh, members of the Eighth Circuit. We've made our arguments there. Frankly, some of the judging from some of the questioning, we're not real uh, optimistic on how that's going to work out, but we'll see. We'll know sometime. What if it would be simple just to say to the state, uh, okay, we don't want to sign the pledge. You don't want to advertise with us, or you insisting on 20% off? Okay, forget about it. You know, go advertise somewhere else. I'm sure you know you're not totally dependent on their on their revenue, right? Why would, I, why would I do that? I pay taxes to the state of Arkansas, but I can't do business with the state of Arkansas because I won't. I won't. I won't support a position of a foreign government. Hell no. <laughs> well, okay. I want to introduce you uh, to uh, to my son Mathis Yahoo Glenn, who uh, is is co-producer of New York Current. Yeah. And I think he had a question or two for sure. you. Yeah. I just have one, one question. And I think it's, um, I understand totally your position. I actually agree with most of it. Um, the idea that the government shouldn't, um, court shouldn't, shouldn't um, use any, any political position as a cudgel to, um, you know, to make you do certain things or to even force you to express certain, uh, a certain political belief uh -huh. uh, and to gain anything or to, or to avoid a loss of anything. I get that that's a, it's, a, it's an overreach of government to basically dictate what you should believe and what you should be expressing. I get that totally. Um, and historically, you know, whenever the government does overstep those kind of boundaries, the slippery slope is, right. you know, um, down the road to authoritarianism, to everything. So my only question is like this. Um, the other examples you gave, I agree with totally. Uh, the one issue I have, maybe you can just explain to me, is there a distinction between um, a, a law that would say, for example, if you personally want to boycott Israel, if that's your personal belief, mm -hmm. that's one thing. You know, I could say, well, I personally believe in boycotting Israel. That's my political belief. And you shouldn't penalize me for that belief. You shouldn't, or, or rather you shouldn't take any action on me because of that belief. That's mm -hmm. one thing. But then if, if and it, could be, it could be that's what they're saying. And it could be that's why they're wrong. It could be that they're saying, I'm not sure how the bill is actually working. Is it that, is, it, is, is the bill saying that you personally or me personally cannot boycott Israel and still benefit from this thing? Or is it saying that I can't align myself 
with the particular group BDS, which is known as a hate group itself, because the distinction there would be not the, not the belief itself, but it would be the association with you know if if you would take out BDS and put in KKK or something, and you would say, well, if you give a platform for KKK or if you promulgate KKK. Um, you know, yeah. you know saying, is that is that is there a distinction in that? Do you believe what the law says is that I have to pledge not to boycott Israel? OK, that's very different. Yes. That's saying about anybody that just says I have to pledge or my company has to pledge. I, you know, my company cannot do business. I can't do business. No one can do business without first signing a pledge. It says, I will not boycott Israel. Although I don't see how the Arkansas Times can boycott Israel. Okay, well, it's, it's, it, but it, it has a lot of, it, but yeah. it, it means a lot, though. In, right, in principle. You know, no, no, we're, it, it doesn't, no, we're not, we, there's no, um, there's no requirement not to support BDS. And I think that's your point, uh, or the Klan or anybody else. It just says, I will not boycott Israel. And I have to pledge to do that in order to uh, hang sheetrock. Uh, at the local hospital. <laughs> you know, and, and I mean, that's true. And so, you know, I just think, you know, I mean, that's fine. I mean, the sheetrock hanger wants to do it. You know, he shouldn't have to, but that's his choice. But I am, a, I'm a magazine. I, I, I'm a left of center. I'm very, this magazine is very, I mean, we, we talk about barbecue and we talk about live music, but we also talk a whole lot about Arkansas politics. And I'm not going to let them start now uh, dictating to us what political positions or pledges or however you want to call it, um, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that. I, I, I that. But, but also, I'm not going to sit by and let them let them discriminate against me because we have the Fourteenth Amendment, which guarantees us equal protection. And so I'm going to demand that the Arkansas Times be treated just like my competitors, every one of which have signed the Dad Gum pledge. Which, which I was wondering uh, as a, I guess, is a relatively minor point, but. Uh, you said that uh, Arkansas Business, which is part of your of the Arkansas Writers Project, part of your company it's, that we it, found, it, it is signed. So I'm just wondering how that's possible with you as the publisher not wanting to do it, but an affiliate publication did sign it. it we, David, we, we sold Arkansas Business some years ago. Uh, oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. My partner, Olivia Farrell, took Arkansas Business and I took the Times when we split our company back in 1990. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I guess that explains that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much yeah. for the clarification. Thank you. I really, I just didn't know what the bill was about. Fully. Yeah, it's it's real. It's real simple. I mean, it just says you can't. You know, I I pledge not to boycott Israel, and um, you know, and not that you were really intending to. No, I mean, well, again, now if you want to talk about barbecue, we get really passionate, you know. But, <laughs> no, we, but, but no, I mean, it's just it, it's a, it's it, see, David, this is the other thing about the legislature. This is this is culture war stuff. This has nothing to do with governing. Has nothing to do with education in Arkansas. Highways in Arkansas. It's just it's just culture war stuff. And and you know that's what one of the things that I, I object to so much. But here's what you need to understand about the Arkansas legislature. In the in the documentary boycott, they interview Senator Bart Hester, who is the sponsor of the bill. And so, and he describes himself as a conservative evangelical Christian. You got to wonder why is it that so many conservative evangelical Christians are so passionate about their support of Israel? And, and I'll tell you why. Because, 
and Bart Hester explains this, by the way, I mean, he's that real out front with it, is that according to their reading of scripture, and this is basically, they take, they take Re Revelations, Daniel, and... Um, well, yeah, mentioned before, they, they view it as the stage for the second coming. Yeah, you know, so, so Israel has got to regain its borders, going back to King David and, and Solomon. And Jerusalem has to become the, uh, the, the capital, which, you know, that's what Trump did for the evangelicals. And when that happens, then we can have the second coming and we can have Armageddon and the world will, will be consumed by fire. And Bart Hester, the great friend of Israel, who says, you know, we support the, the, the nation of Israel. He also says is that when that happens, all non-Christians, including all Jews, are going to hell. So I just think about, so, so you've got the government of Israel allied strongly with the evangelical Christians who are supporting Israel so that the, the world will be consumed by fire sooner than later. Now, there must be some very awkward conversations sometimes between well, those. I would imagine so. But didn't they, don't they also say that they view us Jews uh, as God's chosen people? Exactly. You know, chosen for what? Yeah, I mean, you know, but that he says, God, you know, we support we support the Jews because they're God's chosen people. And he also says that, you know, when the second coming takes place, if the Jews don't accept Christ, they're all going to hell along with all the other non-believers. Unless you're being chosen. Yeah, it's, it's classic, classic Christological theology is that if you're, you know, you're damned unless you accept uh, their savior, you know, and yeah, yeah, and and so I mean, it's just such a weird. Can you imagine that we're doing? We're actually trying to make policy based on this very, very strange reading of the New Testament of, of Revelations. I just, it just, I mean, it's, to me, it's just, it's fairy tales. No, and, I, I, I understand. I understand that, but uh, as I mentioned before, is it not important? To support Israel, regardless of the evangelicals' motivation, isn't it still? David, it's, again, I'm not. I, listen, this is the Arkansas Times does not have a dog in this hunt. Okay, we are not. We, <laughs> we, we are not. We are not. We are not opposing or supporting Israel. We are a local, local, local publication, and we are not going to have the state of Arkansas dictating any political position even something as irrelevant as boycotting Israel, uh, which was never on our, never on our radar. And, and I'll tell you, they, the Israeli government is doing themselves a, dis, a disservice because they are elevating this whole issue of BDS. No one in Arkansas had ever heard of BDS. Well, now they've heard of BDS. Now they've, <laughs> now they've heard of it, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, now it's in the New York Times. And before it was under the radar. So um, I just think that, it's it's unfortunate for everybody, and uh, I sure don't want. It's publishing is very very difficult these days. You know, Facebook and Google have sucked up seventy percent of the local advertising revenue. They used to I'm go to local, sure. local newspapers and magazines and TV. So it's a very difficult environment to be to still be in survival. You know, we've had thousands of newspapers have shut down all over the country. So the last thing I need is to be dealing with this and having state advertising being taken away over something that is just nothing but, but right-wing culture war. All right, did you, uh, Mattis, you have anything to add or? Um, uh, yeah, I, mean, I think there's just one, one last distinction is that there's a very big difference between when the government tries to do something, which is, you know, very, very dangerous. And then there's, mm -hmm. the only thing I could think of to not support it, but, to um, understand the other perspective 
would be that in, and again, I, 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 as you said, I think it's coming from their, their own religious beliefs, not from what I'm about to say, but I think there's, uh-huh. you know, from people I know in colleges who are in college campuses, um, the, the push to, to the other way, in other words, the push to ostracize those who don't boycott or don't support the boycott, or, you know, and I'm not sure how it is in Arkansas, but there's a, you know, this extremely powerful in the media and the education system everywhere um, to, you know, support those, those, those currents. And, you know, um, again, the government, the government's the wrong vehicle to use to accomplish that goal. Mm-hmm. Definitely. definitely. Um, but, you know, there's, uh, I guess at least, can, I, I, I understand some people not being as upset about it because of, because of those counter forces that are. Are you saying that, that people that don't want to boycott Israel on the college campuses are under pressure? So, sort of. So yes. Oh, extremely. Yes. If, yes. If, if, if a student even expresses an opposing view in a classroom, in a, in a, um, a, a political science classroom or a, mm-hmm. any kind, you know, I, I've heard from so many people who are in that position who are getting failing marks in their grades because they oppose their teachers because they, you know, it, it's, um, you know, you have the, uh, what's it called? You have VBS uh, 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 sympathize uh, supporters are making demonstrations on college campuses. The you I mean, know, it's probably not in Arkansas, but it is. Uh, Jewish uh, Jewish students feel in danger almost to uh, exist. Well, you know, it's that's it, interesting because see, you know, you've got to remember we live in different places. So in in the in the documentary boycott where they're interviewing Senator Bart Hester, he says that one hundred percent of the Arkansas legislature quote, believes, uh, uh, accepts Jesus Christ as their savior. And he says says over half of the legislature is identified, self-identifies as conservative evangelicals. So, you know, I, I, I live in an environment that is, uh, exactly the, it's, it's the flip side of what you're describing. And, uh, and in fact, it's, you know, the student situation, the student dynamic that you're talking about, is is one thing where I live, the other side is in power, and uh, they have you know they they control they control the government. So um, you know again you know yeah I mean it's again whether I understand what you're saying about social pressure. Uh, I was a, I actually was a conservative when I was in college. I was a conservative activist. I was state chairman of Young Americans for Freedom, which was founded by William F. Buckley, and. Uh, and I mean, you couldn't get a date hardly if you were. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you had to be real good. So, uh, you know, it's, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, it's really, it's been, this has been very informative. And, and, okay. and, uh, I enjoy, enjoy visiting with you again. It's been a long time. Yeah. You know, so, so be well and, uh, happy holidays, as I said. Okay. And, and, and uh, We'll, we'll talk again soon. Okay, guys. Y'all take, okay. nice, nice, nice to have met your nice son. To you. Okay, y'all take care. Right, bye-bye. I'm Dave Glenn, thanking you for listening to New York Currents. We'd very much like to hear from you, your suggestions for future topics and interviews, and what you like about New York Currents, what you may not like. You can call us at 917-755-6971 or by email at nycurrents at gmail.com. That's N-Y-C-U-R-R-E-N-T-S at gmail.com.